The work of this church in the world is realized through the generous financial support of all who call this place home. Along with the gifts and time and talent, ours is a shared ministry. You have a role to play here. Church membership is open to all. For more information, go to uusf.org. Out of the rituals that evolved among people in winter climates was the hanging of the greens, which we will do today. In honor of that ritual, we will read, as we do every year, Thomas Alburn's words, green, green, green. Green, green, green again, and greener still. This is our dream for winter. The evergreens have been symbolic for a long, long time of life and hope in the midst of winter. Long before the birth of Christ, people in the northern Europe celebrated the winter solstice with bonfires on hilltops and evergreen boughs and even whole trees in their tribal halls. If trees could remain, maintain their green life through the long cold nights of winter, surely the sun can turn in its course and climb the sky again and bring summer once more. The bonfires and supplications had always worked in the past, and surely they would work now. They did. They still work. This month, the sun will turn back from the abyss and climb the sky toward summer. Green, green, and green again, and greener still. We have a reading this morning that's from a sermon that was preached by Forest Church, who is my church, one of my ministers growing up. Um, John Burens was one of the others. It was um, a sermon he preached actually while he was sick and with esophageal cancer, which ultimately took his life. Um, the time when he particularly reflected deeply on what a gift life is. <clears throat> he writes this. The odds against each one of us being here this morning are so mind-staggering that they cannot be computed. We're talking miracles here, not an unlikely miracle like God parting the Red Sea for Moses to escape the Egyptians or stopping the sun for Joshua to win a battle, but the miracle of water itself in which living organisms can incubate and just enough warmth and light from the sun to establish the ideal conditions for life to be nurtured and develop here on earth. Consider the odds more intimately. Not only did our human ancestors survive puberty to mate at the one and only instant that might keep our tiny odds for arrival alive. But their pre-human ancestors did the same. Then we have to go all the way back to the Ur-Paramecium and then beyond that to the pinball of the planets and the stars playing out their diurnal courses, spinning back through time to the Big Bang itself. Mathematically, our death is a simple inevitability. Whereas our life, 
hinges on an almost infinite sequence of perfect accidents. First, a visible and then an invisible thread connects every one of us to an unbroken line genetically and kinetically to the instant of creation. Think about it. The universe was pregnant with us when it began. So what did we do to deserve this? Whatever this might happen to be at any given instant or moment in our life's unfolding saga. Please. To this miracle, we must each do everything in our human power to awaken. We may not understand any better than before who we are or why we are here, but for this, fleeting moment, the one instant we can bank on, our life becomes a sacrament of praise. In that spirit, we gather. And in that spirit, we sing the song we all learned or relearned this morning. child that's born a morning star rises and sings to the universe and fathers of time. We are daughters of dust and the sons of great visions. We're sisters of mercy and brothers of love. We are lovers of life and the builders of nations. We're seekers of truth and keepers of faith. We are makers of peace and the wisdom of ages. And we are our 
Again, thank you to all our forest elves and choir and choir director and musicians for leading our merriment today. Our closing words are from Born in Mystery from Houston Smith's The World's Religions. For those who celebrated the solstice long ago, the universe and its workings were shrouded in mystery. Although we know now and trust that spring will follow, fall, Given our knowledge of the planets and the laws of the physics, life is still shrouded in mystery. At the heart of life, there is always mystery. We are born in mystery, we live in mystery, and we die in mystery. The larger the island of knowledge, the longer the shoreline of wonder. Mm-hmm.